Today is Sunday, February 19th, 2023, and this... I was truly alone. Not just in Vegas or the hospital, but in life. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 864. Just thinking of all the amazing times that we've had here in Las Vegas. I hope that you're having an enjoyable stay here in Las Vegas, and also hope that you have been fortunate. I do wish that for you. We're gonna give Daddy the Rain Man suite. Do you dig that? We're going to Vegas, Mike. Vegas! Do you think we can do it by midnight? Money, we're gonna be up 500 by midnight. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! Las Vegas is waiting. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. Welcome to Five Honey by Midnight. How are you today? I am well rested. How are you? Oh, good. I am too. I'm feeling good today. Yeah. Peppy and ready to go. Ooh. So let's get on with it, shall we? All right. Oh, I want to thank Eric who sent me... um, He he actually sent me another clip from whatever that show was. And I found this one, which I thought was funny because it was kind of sad. We don't use sad clips very often at the beginning of the show. What is what is that from? Is that a lifetime Some show movie? called Single Parents? Oh, that I'm I'm not familiar with, but now I am. Okay. All right. So anyway, thanks, Eric, for that. Um, yeah, this podcast is listener supported. We have awesome listeners like Eric, who are patrons of this show, and they support us week in and week out, regardless of the quality of the show. And we is, chatted with a few of them last night. We had a great chat last night. It was oh a lot my of gosh, fun. Yeah. Firing questions at us for an hour. Lots of just goofiness. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I'm glad um, everyone joined us, and we'll be doing another one again in a couple months. So if you are a patron, we'd love to have you join us for that. We have five new patrons this week. Whoa. Yeah, I'm not sure if any of them were on the, uh, the chat last night, but... Hopefully we will be seeing them in future chats, including Stephen Bird, Pips, Zach DeGroat, John Scarborough, and Ralph McCann. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you to these and all of our patrons. We do appreciate your support. If you would like to support the show, Patreon is the best way to do it. Visit patreon.com slash 500. We throw some bonus stuff your way. It's our way of saying thank you. You can get all the details over there on Patreon. All right, we've got a little bit of news to get caught up on, a few phone calls, and a rollicking good time will be had by all. Will it? Can you guarantee that? I make no promises. (laughs) Uh, A lot of, we've got a lot of stuff that are, that's like follow-ups and, Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, a lot of entertainment news this week. We've been talking a lot about this long-rumored U2 residency at MSG Sphere, we are one step closer. I'm at this point, like, fucking get on with it. <laughs> announce it. Let's get on with our lives. As we knew was going to happen, there was a short teaser ad during the Super Bowl. It was 15 seconds of just pure confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that pointed to the website that we mentioned last week, U2X Sphere, uh, where there was a three-minute version. It's like, okay, we've got the 15-second version which gives you no information and is too short and then we got the three minute which i didn't hang which with gives you no information and is too long <laughs> i bailed after a minute i'm like uh my attention span is so short right mm-hmm. now i just can't with all their artsy nonsense um and again i like you too <laughs> but yes. i'm just like uh, come, on. <laughs> come on uh so anyway 
they don't have tickets on sale yet. They don't have dates yet that have been announced. They're asking people to sign up for an email list so that they can be notified. And it's actually the um, Ticketmaster presale. Yay. Uh, what do they call it? Verified, Verified fan. fan. Yeah, which... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, however, here's a... Here's a little tidbit for those of you who really want to see this show yeah. and want to be first in line. The verified fan is usually the first way to do it. For this, however, there is a, a something that will take precedent over that. If you are a paid U2.com subscriber, which costs 50 bucks a year, um, you will be ahead of the verified fan people. You don't even have to necessarily do the verified fan thing. So if you really want tickets for one of these shows when they are announced... It might be worth the $50 investment. You're going to be spending way more than that on tickets anyway. So That's true. <laughs> it's going to be expensive, no doubt. So uh, the, the date that I've seen thrown around for opening is the weekend of September 29th. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I know they've been saying the Sphere is going to open in September, so that would make sense. We'll see. When it's officially announced, we'll talk about it. The actual uh, show name is U2. UV Octung Baby. UV is, isn't there a song on the, that album called oh, Ultraviolet? Ultra yeah. I'm guessing it's re- reference to that. Yep. I, I've been conflicted about this whole thing. I know. Because I really like U2 as a live band. Mm-hmm. I've seen them a bunch of times, including in Vegas. We hear Bono at the top of each show from that 2001 show. show. Yep. Um, I don't love the Octung Baby album. It has its moments. You know, I was looking at it because I have been known to shit on that album, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the track list to do a, a full assessment. Yeah, I'd say I, I, the thing is, I dislike about mm, maybe half the songs. Yeah, but I really dislike those songs. So the ones that I like, like one, one Wild Horses. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a handful of tracks that I really like, but then there's Mysterious Ways and The Fly and Lem- is Lemon on there? No, no, Lemon's later. On, yeah. Numb? Numb is on there? Nope, no, that's later. See, that I get that whole era confused because I disliked the Octung Baby. Zuropa. Yeah, there, there's yeah. Pop, that three album. Yeah. I just, that whole era was not my favorite. Mm-hmm. So eh, so anyway, I'm leaning toward not doing this. Mm-hmm. Just given the cost. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, drummer Larry Mullen Jr. is having some surgery he'll be recovering from, so he will not be performing as part of these shows. And I know that there's some um, people who are like, oh, I'm not going to go see him. It's like, yeah, bullshit. Mm-hmm. People don't go see the band for the fucking drummer. Nobody quit seeing R.E.M. when Bill Barry left. It's the same thing. And he's not leaving. He's just taking a break for surgery. So yep. it's not going to affect ticket sales in the least. Uh, they've announced the replacement guy. I don't know who the fuck he is. Anyway... Um, <laughs> We'll talk about this more. I'm getting tired of talking about it, but we'll talk about mm-hmm. it more as it's announced. It's so funny to hear you talk about it because you're like kind of excited and then you get crabby I'm and excited. then you get excited and then you get I'm crabby. I'm excited about the venue. I really <laughs> like the band. I'm irritated that this is what they decided to do. I know that ticket sales are going to be a massive pain in the ass and super expensive. So yeah, it is a roller coaster of emotions for someone like me. But then again, what isn't? Would you rather have them do this or do um, Songs of Innocence and Songs of Experience? Yeah, we're doing all material from the last 15 years. <laughs> they would have, uh, there would be tickets available for that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, moving along. Uh, there is, this is not official, but there is a little tidbit in today's review journal 
that at a charity event last night, the singer from REO Speedwagon, Kevin Cronin, mentioned that his band is working on getting a Vegas run of shows together for later this year. I look forward to you playing sound clips of that. I'm hoping it's, I my guess is it's going to be similar to uh, the Sticks. I'm guessing it's going to be a Venetian. That's purely mm-hmm. just guessing based on who gets booked where. Yeah. And then it'll be a similar thing where it's like six shows. Uh. I could be wrong. We shall see. It is going to be, if this ends up happening, the High Infidelity album in its entirety. That's a solid album for our. What were the hits for, from that? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head, but isn't that like all of their hits? Aren't they all on that? Not all of them, but many of them. Keep on loving you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a solid album. That is a sweet video. If it is announced, regardless of if it's at least five shows, mm-hmm. I'll pull out a couple clips just so mm-hmm. we can listen to the long R's of Kevin Cronin. Yes. Um. Yeah, so like I said, no official announcement, but that might be coming. So if you're an REO fan from way back in the day, you might get to see him in Vegas. Speaking of residencies, we had a whole shit ton of extensions announced in the past week. So let's fire through them real quick. Katy Perry at Resorts World. She's going to be doing an additional 16 shows in May, July, and August. Uh, That's been getting great reviews from, from listeners and others who've seen it. Luke Bryan, also at Resorts World, he added six more shows to his run. Those are in August and September. Bruno Mars at Dolby Live, he's doing six additional shows in May and June. And the omnipresent Donny Osmond at Harris, he added a whole ton of dates in September, October, and November. So if you want to see any of those acts, they are sticking around for a while. And that's good news for their fans who want to see them in Las Vegas. Hooray. If music isn't your thing, and you might want a few ha-has while you're in Vegas. Oh my God. (laughs) There are some new comedy, a couple new comedy uh, residencies slash now they're like limited engagements. John Mulaney just announced five shows at Encore in April. And David Spade and Nikki Glaser are performing together. They're doing eight shows at Venetian. They're doing a weekend each in April, June, September, and November. So if you are a fan of any of them, check those out. Details out on the respective websites. And uh, what else? Anything else to say about that? Nope. No. All right. The Paris Sports Book, which has been under construction for quite a while, has reopened, which is good news because all that Bally's, I'm sorry, Horseshoe has now is a, a small counter space, mm-hmm. not really much of a sports book. So if you're. You what know, did they do with the old sports book? They turned it into an arcade. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Called Arcade. How creative. It really is. So if you've been waiting for the Paris Sportsbook to reopen, it's a nice space. I hope that they treated it well. I hope mm-hmm. that it's uh, you know, just a good refresh of a of a of a uh, large, fairly large sports book space. Hopefully it's nice. In that same general area, we've been talking a lot about Grand Bazaar shops out there in front of the horseshoe. Um, is it the horseshoe or is it just horseshoe? I guess it's I think horseshoe, it's horseshoe Las Vegas. Yeah. All right, sorry for my error. Sorry for my inadvertent the. Old Red is uh, under construction. That's going to be a new bar and restaurant in a new building right on the Strip and Flamingo. And there's going to be a second building next to that that we discussed back in October. It had not yet been officially announced. It has been now. It is called Bottled Blonde. It's another bar, restaurant, entertainment venue. It's going to have pizza and beer and some... Great views, no doubt. 
The plan for that is to open in late 2024. So they just announced it, but it's going to be quite a while before it opens. So I think their priority is getting all red up and running. And then this will come later. This is so the fact that we mentioned this in October and it's just being announced points to there's a lot of things that we discuss, especially when it comes to um, things that I find in permits Mm -hmm. that take a long time before they're actually announced and developed. There's a couple other things planned for uh, Grand Bazaar shops that we've mentioned. I know, I think they're working on Bourbon Street, which is an, another bar. And then there's a music venue that's going in there. I think it's called Rockwood. That has been sort of underway for months and months, and they still haven't even officially announced it. So hmm. there's stuff coming. It just takes a lot of time to get all this together. Similarly, downtown, at Downtown Grand, way back in March, we told you that there was going to be a new restaurant at Downtown Grand called the Hot and Juicy Crawfish. I think they have a location. It's a chain, so I mm-hmm. think they have a location maybe in the Miracle Mile. One of the one of the malls on the Strip has a location that is finally open. And that's in the old commissary space. Mm-hmm. So if you are a fan of hot and juicy crawfish, hot and or I wonder if you can choose. I would like my crawfish juicy, but only lukewarm. Uh. No. No. I like all my seafood tepid. Uh, anyway, you can check that out. They had some good looking po'boys on their menu. I'm open to open to checking it out mm-hmm. sometime when we're there, if the mood strikes us. And finally, let's talk a little bit about Rio. As you know, a couple of years ago, that property was sold from Caesars Entertainment to a company called Dreamscape. And Caesars is under contract through this year to manage that property. So that will be coming to an end soon. We haven't heard much about plans. This is another thing where I had mentioned quite a while ago that there were some permit filings for room renovations. Mm -hmm. They have not yet started on that. Again, from the time when they first decide to do this to when it actually happens can take a long time. But there are expected renovations. And in fact, this week, the CEO of Dreamscape, a guy named Eric Birnbaum, uh, was... He had an interview in uh, Bloomberg, and he was talking about financing. He's lined up $850 million in, in funding, and it's going to be for a few different things. He set up, he's like, is restructuring the company that owns Rio, mm-hmm. so that he, he's going to have a REIT that owns the land. He's going to have a management company. I, it's, it's all him or uh-huh. his company, but he's splitting it off. So I think... Some of the money is going to set up that structure, and then some of it's going to the remodel. And there's an, something about an investment in similar properties. So very vague as far as how much that is actually going toward the real remodel. Okay, I've got to think at this stage it's going to be rather expensive to remodel that property because mm-hmm. it's big and everything needs to be. Yep, everything needs to be done. So time will tell how significant that is, um, and when when it begins, but. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the property. Separately this week, there was a rumor that arose about, um, and it was confirmed, so we'll we'll mention that, Dreamscape has been one of the companies in discussions with Major League Baseball team, the Oakland A's. Mm -hmm. It's not that there was rumors like five years ago when Caesars ran it that they were going to demolish Rio and use that space for a ballpark. This is not that. This would be using excess space. That's a huge lot. There's quite a bit of unused space, so it would be using excess space potentially for a ballpark. That said, the Oak, I'm I'm beginning to just think 
that the, the people who own Oakland A's are just fucking incompetent, that they haven't been able to get shit done in mm-hmm. all this time. We've been talking about this potential move to Vegas. They've still, there's, they still haven't completely closed the door on Oakland. Yep. For a while it was like, okay, they're down in Las Vegas. They're, they had five or six different sites and then they were down to three. And now most recently it was, it's going to, if they're going to do it, it's going to be the Tropicana, something with Tropicana. And now it's expanding again. Uh, now it's like, oh, I think they would take anything available if they could get a decent deal out of it. Mm-hmm. Nobody seems to be too eager in offering any sort of public assistance on this one. So next they're going to be talking about going to Pahrump. They're They're going to be talking about going to like, what are some of the other Portland or I don't even know Portland or Austin or something like that. I don't know, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't, at this point, it's kind of like the U2 thing. I'm like, fuck, just do something. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about it if it develops further. But if you hear, if you hear, uh, you know, the, the longstanding Las Vegas cab driver, they're going to, they're going to implode Rio and build a, that's not, No, no, that's not happening. So anyway, there you go. There might be a baseball team at some point in Las Vegas. Who knows? Who knows? Could happen. Moving along, we've got some listeners. Probably not that many of them left after this, but we've got some <laughs> listeners. And once in a while, they like to call us with their reviews and reports. I was going like to say, there is them. a baseball team in Las Vegas. It's a minor yeah, league that team. Count. But yeah. I mean, minor league baseball is nice. It's fun. It, yeah, but it's... You, you can't get behind a minor league team like unless you've got nothing else for entertainment in your town. Huh. Like you can't that's eh, it's substandard entertainment. It's fine. That's why they have to have all kinds of distractions and shit. Like St. Paul Saints are a lot of fun. We go to a game once a decade. <laughs> and it's fun, you know, they've got a pig that brings the baseballs out and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They have to have all that shit to make it fun because the game itself is like, eh, these guys I don't want to get attached to because a couple of them are going to be going up to the majors soon. And a few of them are going to get traded. Yeah. A couple might die. I don't know. Uh, that's bleak. I know. Sad. That whole opening clip from the show just really put me in a dour mood. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's listen to some of our listeners talk about stuff. That's Vegas related. Okay. And then we'll comment on it as we do. Craig and Michelle from Buffalo again. And did I call some dining options? We did go Monday night to Brewdog. It is pretty much what people said. Excellent views. I saw some early posts about how expensive the beers are. And yeah, their guest beers are $12, $13, $14. But their beers are between $9.50 and $11.00. And we have been to the central location in Columbus, Ohio, for the United States at BrewDog's main location. And beers there are between 6 to $9. So it's only a couple bucks more on the strip. And you get a great view. We thought the food was great. We had a bunch of different things. The portions were pretty large. We didn't even really intend. We thought we were just getting, like, appetizer-sized things and plenty of size on the food. So... Uh, that was very good, um, like chips and guac, tons of chips, tons of guac. Uh, we were with Craig Falk, and Craig got some fries, uh, uh, Korean-style chicken fries. It was crazy, huge size. So we thought BrewDog was great, definitely worth a stop. Uh, we did go out to Herbs and Rye, which is on Sahara. It's like a little cocktail lounge known for their uh, period 
handcrafted cocktails to make the syrups in-house, all of that. But they also have half-price steaks during their happy hour. And the food was very good there. So if you have a car and want to go off strip, we did have a car. Uh, that was great. Really, really kind of a nice place, good value. Um, very busy, though, get a reservation. And one of the other things we did off strip because we had a car was go to John Mull's Roadkill Grill uh, and Meats. They have a butcher shop, too. You basically sit outside on picnic tables and eat barbecue. Nice ride out to the North Valley, and it was delicious. Good barbecue. Sides were amazing. Um, other than that, uh, we got kind of lazy and only ate at Grand Lux Cafe downstairs in Venetian where we were staying. Mm. You know, yeah, it's Cheesecake Factory, but uh, different stuff on the menu. I noticed, especially for breakfast, some of the items were pulled directly from the pepper mill menu. So at least they did their homework. Okay, that was about it on the food thing. Uh, we had a good trip. Gambling sucked, but uh, had some good booze. And not looking forward to going back to the snow in Buffalo. All right, thanks for the call. <laughs> Hopefully you survive the transition back to Buffalo. Yes. Just fine. It's, it's a harsh re-entry. I know. It's tough when you go from a relatively nice climate to back to your home. Tundra. Frozen tundra. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we intended to go to BrewDog and we just didn't make it there. Mm-hmm. It just ended up falling off the list. And it was pretty high on the list, but, you know, going in, but yeah. it just didn't work out. So eh, maybe we'll check it out one of these other trips. Thank you for that report. Appreciate that. I always forget about Grand Lux. We used to go there once in a while it's dependable mm. it's it's a oh, yeah it's a good option you know for convenience when you're staying in venetian so nothing wrong with that they have a huge menu good variety so everybody can find something thumbs up all right moving along jim michelle how the hell are you it is mark from atlanta uh long time listener like six time caller real quick i'm a little late to get to this but was out in vegas for the national championship go dogs and I uh, wanted to give you a quick report. Stayed at Bally's on Saturday night. I'm sorry. Stayed at Horseshoe on Saturday night, which um, it's Bally's with some new signage. Really nothing felt different. But I'll tell you, a highlight of Saturday was doing a strip walk. Only about eight, nine-tenths of a mile from New York to New York down to back down to Horseshoe on a Saturday. And it's just the people watching is fascinating. The drunks, the strippers, you know, the, the, the car flappers um, in the week. God, the skunkweed smell is everywhere. And uh, the douchebags with the uh, Camaros and the Mustangs revving up and down the strip. But Vegas, baby. Moved down to uh, downtown on Sunday, my home away from home, Golden Gate, and just absolutely love it there. Nothing's changed. If you do go there early on the mornings, because I was still on East Coast time, so I'd wake up early and go down to the bar and start gambling. Say hey to Brandon, one of the bartenders at Golden Gate. Super cool dude. Um, he actually pointed me in the right direction of a slot machine that was paying out. But he, was, he said... Hey, I've uh, seen some people winning on that overnight. Go check it out. It's up to you. And sure enough, walked away up a little bit. So kudos to Brandon and the whole team at uh, Golden Gate Circuit was packed because of NFL football on uh, Sunday. Even the uh, stadium swim, really good crowd in the pool. I mean, I know it's heated, but despite it being January, uh, still had a really, really solid crowd. Um, a couple of eat places. Um, Living Good Burger, highly uh, underrated spot. And I felt kind of bad because the bartender felt a little um, – Dejected might be the right word. I said, hey, how's business going? And he goes, ah, since COVID, we're struggling. Don't know how much longer we're going to make it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll have a Debbie Downer burger, but... I mean, really also, um, underrated Freedom Beat in downtown Grand. Speaking of downtown Grand, it really feels like they have settled in as a really nice hotel 
that happens to have a casino. You know, not a ton of people playing. The dollar blackjack was busy. But, uh, you know, I think the hotel felt pretty crowded. And downtown, uh, or Freedom Beat was uh, pretty crowded as well. El Cortez, love the smell. It was packed. El Cortez was about as busy as I've ever seen it. And, uh, oh, back to the strip, Ellis Island, by the way, went there Saturday night. Ellis Island, again, they have found their niche because it was five deep all across the entire uh, casino and the restaurant outdoor on the patio as well. But, you know, overall, man, I love that town. I walked your way up. Thank you to the High Limit Slots at Circa and Sand Dollar at Plaza. Definitely worth checking out. Cool little spot as well. So with that being said, um, hope you guys are doing great. Have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. But most importantly, go dogs. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes. Action-packed report, mm-hmm. presumably from his car. Appreciate that. Yeah. Any I bet thoughts? Mark wasn't at Sand Dollar for Salsa Night, though. He missed out. Salsa <laughs> Night was quite a festive time when I visited. I enjoyed it. I'd return to Salsa Night if I was under the same influence as I was that <laughs> night. All right. What else? Should we move on to our next caller? Thank you for that call, Mark. Great stuff. Yes. One more call. Oh, this is one of the things I like a lot about our listeners. Mm-hmm. We clearly like the things we like and don't like the things that we don't like, but I love that we have listeners who like some of the things that we don't like mm-hmm. and call in with reports on them. I encourage that. And yeah. in fact, like I can see that some people might be like, oh, Tim and Michelle are going to shit at this. Now, I'm like, I, I so appreciate people providing... Uh, reviews of things that we're not interested in so like wait that sounds weird <laughs> what no i can see that somebody would be intimidated calling with something that they that clearly were like not into mm-hmm. because they might think we're gonna rip on them or something mm-hmm. that is not the case because it's nice to have it's somebody nice else have, who will take yeah. on those things yep somebody who goes to a show that we would never go to providing mm-hmm. a review that gives information to other people yeah. who would want to go see that show because we would never go see that show. So I say that all. Thank you for re, re, for saying that probably clearly more clearly than I. I did. don't know how clear that was. I say <laughs> that because um, S- Steve, who we're going to hear from in a second, he's really into magic shows, mm-hmm. not our scene. Yep. But he's done some really cool um, reviews on over the years on the Facebook group. I think he did. I think he might have done like a, a Cirque by Cirque. Ooh. explanation of what each show was and so and that's not magic but a, a different thing that we've only seen a couple of those mm-hmm. so anyway and that's super helpful for people who are trying to figure out which Cirque show yeah. to go to so I appreciate that yeah. Steve is calling in here to discuss a magician that we mentioned a week or two ago hi folks Steve from Chicago and resident magic geek on the Facebook group calling in to your request about a review for David Blaine's show. Full disclosure, I have not seen it in Las Vegas. The timing hasn't worked out yet, but I have seen him on the road and having read reviews, it seems like it's a very similar show. You may or may not like magic, um, but this dude is unlike everybody else. This is not a greasy guy in a tux. There's no women dancing around. There's no boxes being pushed up and down the stage. Um, he does things that nobody else does. Ultimately, my conclusion here is if you have any interest at all, go see him. Uh, he is a singular performer. He does things that no other magician does. Um, and you have to have a little bit of a, of a, uh, patience for um, weird weirdness. Um, there are things that he does that are real. 
which is why he only does two shows and then a couple weeks off and then two shows. Uh, at one point, he sews his lips shut uh, as part of a card trick. That's not faked. He actually does it. And there's another point where he regurgitates frogs. Um, that is not faked. It's not easy to do. It's not pleasant to do. Hardcore. He's the only guy doing it. Um, it is as far, um, it is as far from a tradition you can get, uh, and therefore is highly recommended if you have, like I said, any kind of a, of a patience or an appetite for that. If you're able to sit through one of the 16 people who saw Cirque's run, R-U-N, <laughs> and didn't have a problem with the torture scene in there, you'll have no problem. Everyone else, um, it is an unbelievably, um, interesting show just because you will not see anything like it anywhere else. Uh, now that said, you're exactly right about David Copperfield. I've probably seen him a dozen times. These days, he is just disinterested. He's going through the motions. Um, he insults audience members. It's just the magic is great um, if you're really into that aspect, but he's showing obvious signs of burnout. Uh, Blaine is special. He is different. I didn't think he'd ever have a live show. I didn't think he could do these things live. He is doing them. See him before he stops. That act is not the kind of thing you can do forever. So highly recommended. I hope to see it in Vegas soon. Thanks. All right. right. Thank you for that report. Much appreciated. Did not know there was a torture scene in one. No, I I learned a lot from that call. I did too. I'm, I learned many, many things. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's interesting. So, yeah, thank you for that report. I think that'll help a lot of people who are thinking about maybe whether or not they want to go see him. And it sounds like if you're on the fence, do it, unless you're really squeamish, in which case maybe not. But sounds very interesting for sure. All right. We appreciate all of our callers. You can join them by calling 702-866-9494. That's our voicemail line available to you anytime, day or night, 365 days a year, unless it's down, which I don't think happens very often. So give us a call with your reviews and observations. We have a few karma donations that came in on PayPal this week. We want to thank folks for, starting with Ryan, karma donation for a trip with his wife to see Adele and Katy Perry that is happening right now. Awesome. Hope you've been having a good time and that you had a very awesome trip. It's going to be quite an entertainment-packed yeah. time in Las that would Vegas. Be cool. Kevin, karma for an upcoming trip. Good, good luck, luck to you, Kevin. Dave did not leave a comment with his, but but thank you. Good luck and thank you to you, Tim from Boston. Karma donation heading to Vegas for his annual uh, trip to run the rock and roll half marathon at the end of February, staying at Circa Link and Excalibur. Good luck in the good marathon. Luck. Have a great time. Run, you can do it. Yeah, we'll have to try to remember to offer some words of encouragement. Next week, mm-hmm. I'll probably forget. Whitney with a karma donation. Husband and her are escaping the tundra of northern Minnesota for a short respite beginning today. So she said, just wanted to say thank you both as your show always amplifies our excitement for our trips and scratches the Vegas itch when we don't have one planned. Oh, that's very nice of you. Thank Appreciate you. that. Thank you very much. Matt with a karma donation for a four-day trip that started yesterday. He is hoping to keep the Royal Flush streak going. Ooh, good luck. Yeah, I hope that works out. Yeah. He said, thanks for the great podcast. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Good luck. Hit many Royals. And finally, Rennell. She said, enjoyed the chat this evening. That was last night, of course. Going to Las Vegas in the morning and staying at Horseshoe. So ready. Have Yay. a great trip. Have a wonderful time. Thanks for joining us on the chat. Yeah, appreciate that and hope that you uh, have a little warmth and 
good luck and all of the fun things that Vegas has to offer. All right. Anything else before we get out of here? Nothing I can think of. All right. 500bymidnight.com is the website. Dear Tim and Michelle questions can go to 500 at gmail.com. And again, that voicemail line, 702-866-9494. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back soon with another show. And until then, have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.